Hi, friends. Sarah again. I promise I didn't kidnap and murder Dana. She is very much alive and well. This week, we're really excited to continue our very special two-part episode with the co-hosts of Go Help Yourself, Lisa and Misty. Last week, we talked all about their comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less and how they are currently working to make their lives suck less, navigating imposter syndrome, burnout, and the impending doom of the socio-political climate. Yeah, wow, um, really light stuff. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, go do that right now. But today, we will be picking up where we left off, a cliffhanger where I was just about to reveal to Lisa and Misty what life or death disaster Dana was going to teach us about. Reminder that we recorded this interview in the spring of 2021 before we even launched At Your Own Risk. As we mentioned in part one, this was the second time we recorded the first interview we ever did, and the first time we had multiple audios to work with, so the sound might be a little funky. But that's okay. Imperfections make us human, and unfortunately, we are humans constantly worrying about how to evade death. So listen up as Dana teaches us how to survive the sexiest disaster of them all. Live, laugh, listen at your own. Well, this has been so lovely, and I think that on that note, we can take a break from self-help and pivot into volcanoes. More specifically, super volcanoes. Oh. Um, <laughs> Did you know about this? Did you know that they Lisa, existed? Lisa, is this the thing that you wrote about the super volcano? Yeah, is it cool that we say this is the topic I suggested? Yeah, we sometimes will take suggestions from guests on like stuff that they would be particularly interested in talking about. And Lisa said um, that she thinks she's prepared for like everything, so uh, <laughs> she's thought about all of this, and there's not a topic that she won't feel like she's already kind of covered. But then she said she also won't be mad if we talk about super volcanoes, and I was like, well, I would love for Lisa not to be mad. <laughs> but P.S. So one of my big fears is that like a huge cataclysmic event will end life, and this will all be for naught. I'll be like, I read those motherfucking books by those <laughs> shitty white male authors. And a super volcano ends me. This is how I go. I never even got to Kanmari my house. <laughs> yeah, my no, God. I think that's. Um, thank you for saying that because it's basically why we do this podcast. Exactly. It's like, um, uh, especially you know, we like did a lot of self discovery in our first episode while recording instead of like talking about this ahead of time. But we discovered that um, I I gain kind of this like a sense of control or um, satisfaction from preparing for like literally the world ending um and ignoring <laughs> like daily responsibilities as being something i can mm. control yes. and then sarah feels kind of the opposite she feels yes. like stressed low level stressed all the time about just day to day about being alive yeah. and living um, breathing same same, same. I am Dana, Misty is Sarah. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, so I I find a lot of comfort in learning this stuff um, because, yeah, I, I, I also worry that I'm doing all sorts of stuff um, and then we're all just going to explode. And uh, I actually, and I think I hope, I hope it happens. <laughs> it would make a lot of choices irrelevant. Yeah, totally. Because then I'm like, well, I didn't... Uh, you know, do laundry for a really long time, but also like I didn't have to. 
Um, so really yeah. I'm yeah. smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just buy more yeah. underwear. That's the trend. <laughs> That's so yeah. You just keep buying underwear and never wash your jeans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, don't wear jeans or underwear. I actually, yeah, I stopped having to do laundry so much during the pandemic. Um, I was wearing the same things all the time, but I stopped, entirely stopped wearing underwear or bras, and They're I, never coming back. They're never coming back. I don't I'm not going back. No. 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 We're all I agreed. just ordered, like, three, four bralettes on a sale, and I was like, listen, and I have tiggle bitties, and I don't know how it's going to go in the real world, but I don't care. It's like a sock. It's like a <laughs> tube sock. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, two tube socks, just to keep the sweat out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so basically what I'm going to do here, um, not to distract from this conversation, but um, so basically I'm going to go over uh, and define volcanoes versus super volcanoes. Uh, then we're going to do a deep dive into one of the bi- biggest super volcanoes um, and what would happen uh, if and when it explodes all over us. Um, and then we'll like narrow it down a little bit into like uh, oh. Regular volcanoes and how stuff we'll actually be able to get out of and what you should do. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, hello there. Oh, who, who's this? Oh my gosh, I never pick up my phone. I'm too afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We don't have ads yet, but here's another one of those silly little things reminding you to email us at your own risk. The pod at gmail.com. Yeah, you know what sucks? Phone calls. You know what's better? Emails. Is it? No, but it's slightly better. Little bit. We want to hear from you. We want to hear risks you've taken, risks you want to take and you're scared to take, people you want to lift up and praise and give a little shout out to, uh, maybe even do that for yourself. Absolutely. We also want to hear if you have any uh, juicy I Survived style stories that uh, we can uh, read on the podcast and get more scared about. Yes, hit us up ASAP. We don't have a coupon code. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Listen, I am here to learn about how my life will end in a super fucking I am. I, this is why I listen to true crime stuff. Like, this is the kind of thing where I'm like, it's so gruesome and I can't stop listening. So to start us off, uh, I want to have sort of like a high level, and this includes Sarah because she didn't do this research. Like, what do you know about... I guess specifically super volcanoes. What do you feel like you know about them? How did you find out? Okay, let me go first because I feel like Lisa knows a <laughs> lot more about super volcanoes than I do. What I know is they are really, really big. They probably have nicknames like Big Daddy <laughs> and Bad Boy. So my entire dating history is, yeah, it's all of is a super yeah, volcano. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I know that... Uh, when they erupt, there can be a crazy, huge, poisonous cloud of gas, and that I think there's one in Yellowstone. And all I all I think of when I think of horrifying volcanoes is Pompeii. Oh shit! Right? Yeah. Isn't that That's what? Yes, froze everyone in time. I don't, I don't actually think. Well, I don't know if that was a super volcano. Not a super volcano. No, just a volcano, though, right? Pompeii was not a super volcano. No, that's, I think, what all of us were obsessed with in, like, third grade. Right. Um, so you've got Big Daddy, and he's ready to blow. Misty, aside from the names, you are very, very close. Yeah, there are a few super volcanoes around the world. 
they have rarely erupted as I as I remember I could be very wrong but when one does it will be an extinction level event for the planet Mm. um and as my brother said to me because it is I think it is in Yellowstone my brother said to me well uh you're fine because the jet stream will take it all all one I'm like so now you're telling me that what I'll get to do is watch for two or three days while the earth ends beautiful he's like yeah we'll be dead right away in Chicago You'll get to watch it happen. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So uh, first of all, I cannot stress enough for anyone listening to this that I do not know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like, I am not an expert on this. I I read Lisa saying she likes super volcanoes. And I was like, sure, I will learn about super volcanoes. I mean, I don't like them. I'm terrified of them. (laughs) Okay. By the way, I said something about like, how to survive going overboard in a boat. And Lisa was like, super volcano. (laughs) Which is another great instance of who we are as people. Okay. So basically, uh, high level, what's a volcano? Volcano is an opening on the surface of a planet or moon. They're all over the place. Uh, that allows material that's warmer than its surroundings to escape. Um, And then I was like, earlier, I was like, Sarah, why do volcanoes erupt? That's a good question. (laughs) Like, why is this planet suddenly farting? Yeah. Yeah. I did so much research and this wasn't like ever really explicitly said. And then I had to like frantically look it up before we started recording. I think it's because we didn't throw enough virgins into the hole. (laughs) (laughs) all of our sins as women um so this is verbatim what sarah said when she was reading to me what she thinks happens um she said rock is planet it gets hot turns into melted rock which is magma which is more buoyant than rock it's true (laughs) which rises to surface and then eventually there's so much pressure it Pops like a pimple. Pops like a zit, yeah. basically. I mean, if you look up on Wikipedia, that's exactly what it says. Yeah, I should have just like done like a wiki how for volcanoes. So super volcanoes are a little, as you might uh, know, different <laughs> than regular volcanoes. Thicker. Thicker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so they, uh, I read this article that was like, there. it was so silly. Um, this is what it said. Is that super volcanoes are like the super villains of the geological world? Am I wrong? <laughs> that feels right. No, that feels right. They're wearing a cape. They lurk in an underground lair, planning world domination and destruction. Yes. So yeah. this was like a this New York Times article that was an opinion piece that was like uh, uh, it said like opinion piece like uh, super volcanoes are gonna kill us all, and I was like I don't want this to be an opinion. I would like to know if this is <laughs> yeah. true. Or not. Um, So, uh, this guy also quoted, um, the United States Geological Survey, uh, that noted that, uh, to be considered a super volcano, uh, you basically have to have had, uh, like one big ass explosion in its lifetime, uh, that released more than 240 cubic miles of material, which I was like, what does that mean? And then the best example I could find in any of these articles was that it's twice the volume of Lake Erie. And I was like, I don't know what that means even more. Like, Well, just know that it's a great lake. I don't know the it, difference between a gallon, milliliters. I don't... Oh, you don't? <laughs> it's... What? Okay, yeah. Oh, well, it's three times of half of the Pacific Ocean, if that helps clarify. We needed some contextualization. But if you look at the maps of the Great Lakes, we call them the Great Lakes because they're fucking huge. Um, Erie is 
I don't think it's the largest, but it's... Uh, I just need mm-hmm. some... Listen, I need a household object and then scale it. So a stick this of butter. How much butter? Right? Like how many sticks of butter did and this... scale it. Thank you. <laughs> so volcanoes are ma- measured on this volcanic explosivity index. Oh, the VEI? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes! It measures the explosiveness. So the highest um, can be eight... Um, and that super volcanoes are all like eights. Mm-hmm. So this is like Average. Richter scale kind of measurement. Right, 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 right. right. Okay. Yeah. Like how bad will your life be fucked kind of measurement. Exactly. <laughs> um, right. So uh, the term like super volcano, super eruption, that kind of thing kind of started in like the early 2000s as a catchy way to describe all of this. So it's getting old Love now. marketing. <laughs> so uh, how do we know when one of these like super volcanoes will happen? Um, I was I was sad to learn exactly what Lisa's doing, which is what? No, you can't. We don't. Uh, there's no predictable schedule. Um, also what made me feel a little bit better, but maybe worse is that just because one's like happened somewhere doesn't mean it will happen there again. But I also think to that point, doesn't that mean that just because one hasn't happened somewhere, it can't also have happen there? Do you know what I'm it saying? It would stand to reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would think these are the same. And then, uh, so there's the ones we do know about. There are like seven or eight. There's one that's kind of debated amongst all the dorks. Um, but uh, some of the big ones are like California's Long Valley, uh, Japan's Era Caldera, Indonesia has Toba, and then New Zealand was the most recent one to blow up. It's, uh, oh, I should definitely have looked up how to pronounce this. Taupo? Topo? Yeah, he never called me back. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, uh, that one uh, was the last one to make like a super eruption, um, and that was a uh, 20. 20- 26,000 years ago. So that's a while. Like, I don't know how long. How many sticks of butter, Dana? Yeah, how many (laughs) sticks of butter ago was that? So basically, I remember. So you're telling me there's one in California? Um, So there is one in California. Um, I don't. This is a great question because I don't know where Long Valley is. Lisa Googles it. Her porch (laughs) is over it. I didn't look into that one because I just did the big one and I like emotionally could not handle this. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, right? Because I, I like, I'm worried about a super volcano erupting at an eight, but it also seems like it would be problematic if any of these things erupted at a five. Yeah, I. Could we all line up with ice cube trays and pour them into the super volcano to cool down the Earth's core? I don't know why we haven't talked about this I yet. love that in your mind, the ice cubes would last to the lip of the volcano. Yeah, no, I'm so glad you brought this up. You don't know me. I've got a great cooler bag. What about like a helicopter full of ice water? Like yeah. when you win a championship and you dump a Gatorade bucket. They do it you with know? fires. Heat yeah. definitely does not rise. It would definitely, <laughs> that ice would make it. Listen, we can fit. We just have to sneak up on it from behind. In a circular object, where is yeah. behind? Above. <laughs> Misty <laughs> is a damn genius. Is that what we call me? Uh, I have a pre-med degree. <laughs> and I have a sociology degree. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I majored in history and Sarah and I'm a graphic designer, so. Fancy artist. So here yeah. we are talking about I super love volcanoes. It. 
Um, so I specifically wanted to talk about Yellowstone. One, because it's the one that, like, came up a ton when I was looking them up. It seems to be the one everyone's extremely yeah. worried about. Um, I don't know if that's just because we're self-centered or if it's <laughs> actually, like, a, a problem, more of a problem. Um, so that's in, uh, Wyoming. Um, it will definitely be an 8 out of 8 on the VEI, um, or the EEI. <laughs> EEI. Take your pick. Very exciting <laughs> eruption. <laughs> um, and uh, so it has erupted like big time uh, three times uh, over a course of 2.1 million years. The most recent one was 640,000 years ago. It's so many sticks of butters away. Um <laughs> It's at least 13 sticks of butter. It's at least 13 sticks of butter. Well, I'm really glad, actually, you said it's overdue because um, a lot of people kind of mention that. Like, they see, like, time with, like, super volcanoes and they're like, wow, it's been so long. But, like, they really don't have any sort of predictability. Um, And so people kind of see, like, a long time and they're like, oh, shoot, like... It's going to happen any second. Um, but it's not like an earthquake. Mm. So I, the numbers shouldn't scare you. Uh, what should scare you, though, is what will happen if it explodes, uh, which is bad. Any day now. Um, yeah, it could be any second. One thing to keep in mind, though, uh, is that uh, this guy in the New York Times said that the probability of a super eruption at Yellowstone at any given year is 1 in 730,000, which is a lower chance than a civilization-destroying asteroid. And I was like, why is this supposed to make me feel better? (laughs) Like, okay, now I'm just worried about two things at once. (laughs) Yeah, a quick would-you-rather check. Yeah. Um... I don't know what I would choose. I feel like Super Volcano is worse. Maybe Asteroid. I think Asteroid's worse because you know it's coming. I would choose Asteroid because I know it's coming and because it would be cooler. Uh, Ooh. I I want to be the first one hit. (laughs) Like, I've always said, like, if I... No, truly, like, if I... If something terrible is going to happen to me, I don't want to see it coming. I want to be alive one second and then in the great beyond yeah. and me go like, but I also watched defending your life yesterday. So I want to be pushed up um, on a rocket by NASA so I can ride that thing like a fucking mechanical ball <laughs> as it strikes the planet. Yeah. No, I don't want either of these things yeah. to happen. And I'm not worried about <laughs> oh, a super don't. volcano well, because everybody option. knows that volcanoes are comedic and they work in threes. So the Yellowstone co- <laughs> volcano has already tapped out. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It would you. be really overdoing it if it did another one. Well, Misty, I'm glad you yeah. said that because my next bullet says uh, verbatim, also, lots of articles were like, don't worry about it. It probably won't happen while you're visiting Yellowstone. And I was like, bitch, if it's going to happen, I better fucking be at Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, I want to be inside the volcano <laughs> when it happens. Yeah. yeah like, I don't want, like, uh, I don't want 18 hours while I know no. this fucking cloud of toxic gas is coming for me and I'm trying to get on a flight to Japan. Like, I don't, <laughs> that's not what I want. No, it's not what you I want. I don't want that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I felt the same way. I was like, uh, that is not comforting. It makes me feel like I should just move to Yellowstone and live in or around the Uh, volcano. We just need Tommy Lee Jones in the mid-1990s to figure out a way to save... I America. feel like Misty, you you were the character of your you were the main character in the story that you would go to LAX and try to get on a flight to Japan. Whereas I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna do what I did this whole time, 
in the pandemic is sit alone in my apartment and just kind of like watch TV and be like, whew, the traffic is terrible. Oh, I would I would drive. (laughs) You know what? I would drive as fast as my Corolla could take me to Chimax Star and get an extra large order of their snow chicken, which is the best Korean fried chicken in Los Angeles. And I would I would put two pieces up my nose, three pieces in my mouth, and see what happens. <laughs> she died doing That's what she loved. That's my disaster preparedness book. Being smothered by <laughs> Korean chicken while a super volcano blew her to bits. <laughs> Listen, no, no frills, all thrills. Oh, my God. Um, well, that's actually funny, Lisa, because I had the same thought when when Misty was like, I'm getting on a flight to Japan. I was like, okay, it literally didn't even occur to me to try to go anywhere. No. I was like, oh, shoot. You know what? Because there's no outrunning it. <laughs> you just there's go, no well, we're fucked. No. no. I it's over. It's not like I, I'm not dying mm, But what if I hold my head underwater for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what happens if and let's say when it does explode and murder all of us. Yeah. Um, so you guys were pretty correct in all, all of the things you said earlier. Um, what would actually happen first, so there would be like a little bit of a warning, um, not anything helpful, but there would be probably a lot of earthquakes in the area leading up to it um, because the magma is like bubbling out of it. Um, so that would happen and people would go, oh no. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of how I pictured that going down. But uh, the magma would eventually bust up into this uh, titanic sized eruption it would like absolutely fucking spew its guts all over everybody and this would continue for several days burying (laughs) yellowstone and anything in a 40 mile radius like under a fuck ton of lava um so the anyway (laughs) does anyone know how fast lava moves because in my mind i guess i've never been afraid of lava because i'm like i can just walk Faster when it when it goes. According to the 1994 smash hit Volcano, starring Tommy Lee Jones, it moves slow enough to be dramatic, but fast enough to be a real threat. It moves slow, but when it's spewing, it moves fast because it can come down on you. (laughs) Hold on, I need you to know my first thought is I was like, if they know what's going to happen, they're not going to tell us. But they are going to get a continuation of government into an underground bunker. And I was like, save Kamala. Save yeah. Obama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you see, um, oh shit, I don't know the name, Greenland? There's some new movie on like Netflix or something with Gerard Butler where he's like running an, uh, running an asteroid. In. It's actually like not bad. Um, but uh, mostly I liked it because there isn't like a stupid forced like romantic plot in it really. Mm. It's kind of just like Gerard Butler running around being hot, like s- semi-saving people until eventually he gets into a bunker. Say no more. I'm into this log line. I'm already yeah. watching That's it great. on a second screen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's not bad. Um, I mean, it's it's great. So it would depend on the weather patterns, how bad it was for, like, everyone else. Um, kind of like you guys were mentioning, like, a lot of the sort of, like, uh, wind. <laughs> um, I don't know what it's called. The, the wind patterns? Like a the jet, jet stream? stream? Jet stream. There it is. Um, the big wind. Uh, it goes like up towards the northeast, and there's uh, a lot of patterns that if it caught right, this sort of ash would most likely cover most of the U.S., Canada, Mexico, um, and this ash 
is uh, basically a super hot, super thick, very terrifying combination of uh, glass and rocks. So when you think of ash, I love crystals. (laughs) (laughs) The energy of this this vei is is these crystals need to sit out in the moonlight to be recharged. Listen, if I'm going to die, I want my chakras to be aligned. Fucking aligned. Yeah, no shit. So the air is essentially like wall insulation, (laughs) but in the air form. Um, Yeah. Hot glass. I'm just breathing in fiberglass. That's what I want my morning cup of coffee to taste like. Hot fiberglass? I just want to breathe in hot. Do you have a a cold brew on nitro or a hot fiberglass? <laughs> so blow right out my ass in ten minutes. Um, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, Thank you. Uh, uh, so this sort of like uh, hot fiberglass is rocketing around the earth. Um, uh, a volcanologist, which is literally what they're called. Yes, they live long and prosper. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Also, I'm like, would a KN95 mask help? No, bitch, you're gonna die. <laughs> Completely. Um, so during the super volcano, uh, so the Midwest would be like absolutely toast. Like, I'm very sorry for the Midwest, but don't even bother. Like, turn on, turn on your comfort show. Take off whatever clothes you're wearing. Live your life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be naked watching Chip and Joanna perfect. games per the usual. Yeah. Just gonna be jerking um, it furiously until I breathe hot fiberglass. <laughs> you're you're one of those people that gets turned on when you're stressed. <laughs> just trying to complete the stress cycle. I'm just trying to calm down. And then you turn on your womanizer, but the batteries oh, aren't well, charged. That's exactly how I would go. <laughs> I would definitely be like furiously scrolling through TikTok, uh, just trying to like be as entertained as I can. Get some like, dopamine hits, like, serotonin. Yeah, yes, like, over yes, and over yes. Again. And yeah, yeah. You would get five seconds before i scrolled three i would be like "Uh, no gone (laughs) moving on um okay so uh so the midwest is gone (laughs) uh back to where we were uh even the coast so like uh here in california over on the east coast uh this ash would almost definitely reach us all eventually um it, it really depends on the weather how fast it is is it like hours days weeks um, it's happening. There's not much we're going to be doing about it. Everyone's fucking freaking out. And then over time, this kind of ash cloud, um, would, would expand around the world to some extent. Um, but it would be particularly bad for like this hemisphere. Um, crops would be destroyed. Uh, pasture land is what I wrote would be contaminated. <laughs> it's a word I use often. Yeah. So I thought I would include yeah. it. In my yeah. Although as I think about America kind of just disappearing off the face of the earth, I think we deserve it. Yeah. But not before being like, we have the biggest super volcano. I know. Yeah, right? you know people would be shooting like their guns at the ash. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel yeah. like, is maybe maybe not such a bad thing. No, we I, might deserve it a little bit. It, yeah, if we all got wiped out, I think all the other countries would be like, "Ugh, thank God." <laughs> yes, they'd be yeah. like, "Sure, we don't have corn anymore, but I don't care." <laughs> right? Um, thank God, Yellowstone Big Daddy did it before we had to. <laughs> Big Daddy. If you're gonna get fucked by a volcano, let it be girthier, wider, and yeah. than any other one. Listen, you set it up. I knocked it down. 
I'm fine. Single life is going great. It's <laughs> a readily Everything's available good. sentence that came flying out of your mouth, and it's because <laughs> things are good. Uh, basically, this would really suck because uh, the sun would disappear <laughs> um, from most of our views. Um, if you did live, uh, you wouldn't probably wouldn't have like electricity anymore, water anymore. All of this shit would be absolutely rocked. Um, it would also mm. really, really fuck with crops and, uh, obviously, like, goods, uh, that were getting imported, exported, like, our economy would absolutely crash, which, like, who gives a shit? This is not what I'm here for. Um, I'm here for a good time, not for the economy. I'm here yeah. for hot fiberglass. Yes, I'm here for hot <laughs> fiberglass. Uh, so, uh, rainfall would decline pretty significantly, uh, which they predict would really trigger a pretty big die-off of, like, rainforests and forests in general, and that would obviously have a pretty Ooh. insane domino effect on, like, everything on the whole planet. Um, <laughs> farming in this whole hemisphere would really not exist anymore. I'm sorry, I wish everyone could see mine and Lisa's faces are getting progressively more and more <laughs> you know what I'm gonna be dreaming about tonight? Me running from a super volcano. <laughs> I thought we discussed we won't be running, Lisa. Let's not. Listen, I can't control my dreams. Let's. Yeah, it sounds like your choice is: Do you want to die quickly or very right. slowly? Right, like sad, like very sad. And it leads to my next book. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so I did really like this quote. Um, in 2015, uh, in a report on extreme geohazards from the European Science Foundation, uh, they said that Yosemite uh, having its big old moment would be the greatest catastrophe since the dawn of civilization, which I read as the dawn of civilization being the biggest catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's yeah, not wrong. I totally It's agree. not wrong. That's how I heard it, too. But to be fair to the planet, it was. Right. Accurate. Totally, totally. Truly, we do not so, live in a way that is symbiotic or respectful of our natural resources, which is why things are heating up and super volcanoes are popping up like zits they're on hot. The I follow the seven super volcano TikToks and their content is so <laughs> fucking hot. Like molten hot. <laughs> oh man, those pyroclastics are flowing. Fire. Oh, okay, so uh, is there any good news? How do we survive? Um, in short, no. Hooray! <laughs> in long, um, grab some corn and go underground. Yes. That's what I've gotten out of this podcast. But also, there's really no way of preparing. Like, it's nothing that you yeah, can no. fail I to mean, prepare for. Yeah, you right. I totally. I, I feel so that. good. I actually feel comforted because I can't do anything about this at all. Yeah, totally. I'm so yeah. glad you feel comforted, Sarah. I feel great. Yeah, totally I'm gonna sleep really same. well tonight. Totally the same. <laughs> So, uh, uh, one good thing is that, um, the magma that's below the surface at Yellowstone is, like, less than 15% molten, and an eruption usually requires, like, 50% of it to be molten. So, it seems pretty good right now. Like, I feel like it's not happening right this moment. Um, I couldn't get anyone to, in late-in child terms, because I was reading children's science websites. As you do. (laughs) Tell me, like, how fast things can get hot, um... So let me I'm tell you, it depends on who's cooking. <laughs> as long as us and the super volcano are consenting, they can get uh, as fast. 
hot as fast as So the only want. other thing... Yeah. <laughs> Who knew this would be such a sexy episode? I really was not... Go, <laughs> um, oh, come on. Eruptions? I know, you're so right. There's no link there. I don't see a link. Pray for space is my biggest takeaway. Um, basically, a lot of these articles were like, we kind of just want to hope that when this volcano explodes, we have figured out space and we're there and some yeah. people are in outer space and maybe we can send some people to outer space um yeah i mean like, like honestly though in the span of a stick of butter like <laughs> the time that we're in here is like not even a, a hair's breadth of a slice yeah. of a stick of butter and this happened like yeah. three quarters mm-hmm. of a stick of butter the last time one went off right so like yeah who concur okay <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to talk about how to survive during and after a normal volcano. Um, and not one of these super ones that's for sure going to, like, wipe out the planet and kill us all. Um, so the biggest one was, like, listen to your emergency information and alerts. Um, like, they're going to hopefully, if it's not huge, tell us one's going to happen. Um, and this is for people who live, like, pretty close to a volcano. I think it depends on how big it is, like, how fucked you are, but... I think we're okay. So this is really a PSA for other people. (laughs) (laughs) Yellowstone Uh, residents. Yeah, she (laughs) tells herself, like, crying. Um, You want to follow evacuation orders, shelter orders. If you're advised to evacuate, like, for sure do that. They don't really do that lightly. Um, And it's going to be difficult to get out of wherever you are. So get the fuck out. Um, Maybe take advice from your earthquake and already have a go bag. Yes, everybody should have a go bag, regardless. Everyone should have a go bag in your relationship, in earthquakes, like in any given moment. Like, have a go bag. Basically, you're gonna want to get the fuck away if you can't. Obviously, that requires like having access to like money or a car or a safe place to go or like not having to worry about like kids and pets and a bunch of people. Um, so if you can't go anywhere, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to want to make sure that you have kind of plans ahead of time of a place you're going to go that might be nearby or what have you. Um, maybe it's your own house, but maybe it's somebody else. You're going to try to stay with a bunch of people. Um, think about all this like in advance. So it's not something you're stressing about at the time. Um, they suggest Mm -hmm. avoiding being like downwind or downstream of a volcano. And it's like, Oh, what? What an awful idea. (laughs) Um, So, uh, and then basically, like, the biggest thing is, like, if you don't get rocked by molten lava, what you will get totally uh, fucked up by is all of this fiberglass, hot fiberglass in the sky. Um, So this ash exposure is bad. Limit your time outdoors, wear a mask or a cloth. Um, They actually did recommend wearing uh, N95s. (laughs) There it is. Um, okay. They were like that kind of, uh so you don't want like a um you don't want like the the little flimsy paper masks. You want like the N95 mm-hmm. masks. A respirator. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you want that kind of mask. Um but then they were also like but the pandemic is happening so those might be hard to find. Great. So basically how do you prepare for one maybe? So that's basically like you want to kind of write it out. Um yeah. There wasn't actually a ton of information on, like, go kits and that kind of thing, like, on the, like, CDC or, like, government websites, which I thought was a little strange. Um, I guess maybe they're hoping that, like, it doesn't last long. Um, but I would imagine you want similar stuff to any other, like, disaster preparedness kit. So, like, water, flashlights, like, uh, non-perishable food, um, 
like all that mm -hmm. good stuff. Um, I think like obviously that stuff is a privilege to be able to like afford. But if you yeah. have the ability, it's not a bad idea to stock up on that shit like anywhere you live. Um, mine is mine is growing <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> I'm like not eating so I can put stuff in my go bag. Um, so it's my go bag diet. Yeah, I put everything I want to eat in the go bag. <laughs> yes. Yeah, hundred percent. So many Cheetos. They'll sustain me. <laughs> yeah, they will. So basically, like, have some sort of plan. Make sure you're talking about it with your family a lot or, or whomever you're going to end up getting trapped with. They also do have volcano notification services you can sign up for. Um, I might sign up. Just, you know, I'd like to be informed. Um, and then also, like, oh. uh, you're going to want to make sure that you... Uh, Keep any, like, important documents safe. Uh, they recommend keeping that stuff in your home uh, go bag. And they were also like, also figure out what your homeowner's insurance policy is about volcanoes. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure they're super chill about volcanoes. <laughs> and love helping you out when your house... We won't melted. cover roof repair if hellfire <laughs> fiberglass rains down. And uh, one thing I did forget to mention is that they do, for they do recommend, like, not... Um, driving anywhere um because your car can like uh dust up ash and like then it gets sucked into your car and you get Ew. sad and hurt wow <laughs> so um, people with jeeps don't have advantages over people with corollas in this yes. instance this is mm -hmm. such a good point okay yeah um good so basically you're going to like trap yourself inside like close vents not have your air conditioning running um, like, really try to trap yourself inside, have a, some sort of, like, a go-kit plan, and then hopefully have a way to contact the outside world with, like, a crank radio or something so you can figure out what's going on and how bad it is. But it seems like, for the most part, these things, um, if, if you survive it, you're just kind of, like, waiting for it to get better for a little bit. <laughs> Like, it's not like you're going to, you're toast if you're, like, inside your house and there's ash falling down on you. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, great. Okay, okay, okay. I guess it's all relative. Um, hi there. Okay, uh, what? Did I just buy, did I just lose all of my money buying what you were talking about, Sarah? Yeah, you did. Why? Because I am so good at advertising, you'll do anything I say. I just lost money I don't even have. It's incredible. Oh, and if, shoot. if you want to sell a product, if you belong to a company that has some sort of coupon code situation, why don't you hit us up? Hit us up. Shoot us an email. Slide into our DMs. We want to promote your shit. Yeah, send it through and also maybe pay us for it. Yeah, it would be nice to make some money. Okay. All right. Thanks. thanks so much. Bye. Bye. I just wanted to cite some of my sources, which were American Red Cross, the U.S. Uh, Geological Survey uh, Committee, uh, specifically their Volcano Hazards Program, Ready.gov, National Geographic, and then uh, that New York Times article, which was opinion. Uh, <laughs> a giant volcano could end human life on Earth as we know it. That's an opinion? Yeah, it's Brian Walsh for your horrible existential crisis. You just don't Oof. Oof. Um, So that's that on Super Volcanoes. Um, thanks for the suggestion, Lisa. That, my hands are all sweaty. <laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> you seem fine. <laughs> I'm not. I shook my head. <laughs> 
guys, this was really like this so really fun. was above and beyond what I I don't even I don't know what I was expecting. I knew you guys were going to be great and awesome, but uh, this really eased my concerns about like doing interviews and the structure working. And oh, yay. I already thought you guys were cool, and now it's just you're so kind, even cooler. You're so kind. Now that we feel awful about <laughs> all of this, we usually try to wrap up the episode by saying one thing mm. that we're proud of for doing this week. Um, or in the past couple weeks. Um, so don't want to put y'all on the spot, but I think it's just a nice, warm, fuzzy way to wrap up yeah. such a dark I'm going to be <laughs> honest, I segment. forgot about this, and I think I forgot about it on purpose, because I already told Sarah mine over the weekend, and now I have to have another one. So, <laughs> Sarah, do you have one while the rest of us um, you and think about our own? I don't know. Well, yeah, I think today was my first day not having a corporate job. Hell yeah. And I was scared how my body and mind was going to react and respond to that. But I was actually just filled with a lot of Mm. joy and gratitude today. And I think that I'm really proud of myself for Mm -hmm. not freaking Mm -hmm. out as much as I thought I was going to. I loved that. That was so good. And it actually reminded me of what I did today, which is I listened to Sarah's edited version of our first episode today. And I thought Sarah was cool before, but I listened to her on our podcast, and I was like, you're so right. She's just, Mm -hmm. like, so sweet. She's so prepared. And, like, I felt like every time I started rambling and being kind of a hot mess, she would kind of, like, reframe or ask questions in a way that made me look like I had a plan (laughs) with like what I was talking about and it just made me feel really excited about this project and really excited to keep doing it and I feel like I have a really good partner to do it with and like I'm I'm just really pumped about it and I'm really proud of all the work that she's put into it and that I've put into it and I think it's gonna be really fun and this episode also just solidified that for me oh that's so wonderful Thank you. I'm going to try to exercise saying thank you for that. I, know, I love this. You're Very doing hard. great. You're doing great. <laughs> thank you. Um, this week I did some hard emotional processing and I did it. I had support and I did it. And then I recognized that my body needed rest from it. And I did that. And mm. I really kind of honored um, what was coming up in the moment for me and just mm. really gave myself space and some grace to just kind of get th- get through it and go through it without forcing it or having to kind of like be on a timeline. Yeah, and you were so brave, oh, thanks, Lisa. Buddy. You were just continually Thank brave. You. Yeah, and that's, that's incredible. So difficult, yeah. especially when you know it's going to kick your ass. Like it's very yeah. Easy to oh yeah. It. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And something I. Uh, I'm very much still learning to do, but really trying to put to practice in all the ways that I notice it. Um, and I've noticed it coming up more this week is to be a really good friend to myself. Um, and for example, I would buy flowers for a friend who's feeling down. But anytime it comes to me being like, oh, I'm going to buy flowers for myself, I start talking, like telling myself I don't need to spend that money or like, why don't I buy the $3.99? daisies instead of the $6.99 roses or whatever. I bought myself the fucking $12.99 bouquet from Trader Joe's. I made it into a big flower arrangement, a bunch of little ones. I put them all around my house. But I also let myself take a nap yesterday. And I like 
carved out time. Like I, it's just in these <laughs> teeny tiny ways that I'm trying to show up yeah. for myself in ways that I do not normally do. I normally push myself to save money or keep being productive, et cetera. And instead just going like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the little thing. I'm going to plan a little treat for myself. So, um, that's been, that's actually been brave work too. I love that so much. Ugh, so brave. Ugh. Also, I like, I feel like when you started saying like, I, I would buy flowers for a friend, but not for myself. I was like, oh, that's great. I also buy flowers for myself. I must be such a good friend. And then you were like, but I don't look, question the money or pick out the cheap ones. <laughs> oh, I do. Trust me. It's a whole battle process. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, I need to be a better friend to myself. Cause you're so, that's such a good point. Um, yeah. I loved that. That was so I love sweet. That. Um, we also want to make sure we give you guys a second to kind of plug whatever you would like to plug. Um, I know that you almost definitely want to plug your podcast. Um, uh, well, thank you so much. If you have enjoyed our dynamic or if you are into self-help or even hate self-help, um, definitely check out our podcast, Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. We are GoHelpYourselfPodcast.com. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're everywhere that you get podcasts. And really, just scroll through and find a book that interests you. It's it's choose your yeah, own. Yeah, you don't have to start at the beginning. You can just dabble uh, here and there as as you please. Um, and yeah. yeah, we have uh, we'll have 250 episodes by the end of of May. So really, there's plenty for you to to stroll around in. You have you have literally yeah. no excuse until there's a super volcano. You have literally no excuse. <laughs> I'm gonna. Pl- I, can I plug one other thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, go for it. So there's two other local businesses that I would love to plug if I can. The first is a wonderful black-owned flower shop. Uh, plants. It's not a florist. It's like you walk in and buy plants and beautiful things for your home and handcrafted pots and it's called Tansy. It's in Burbank. It's wonderful. And then there's an organization here in Culver City where I live called Feed Culver, feedculver.org. And you can make a donation, but what they do is they provide free meals to people with food insecurity here in Culver City, but they work with local restaurants who have been struggling during the pandemic. So they buy the food off of them and give it to people in need and it's a win-win. Um, and it's it's really helping to keep a lot of people afloat here in I love those. I really love that. I don't feel like I've actually really heard of that happening a ton lately of like yeah. organizations working with restaurants that aren't thriving. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I mean like if you know Culver City at all, it's like it's yeah. like Akasha or Cieno Trattoria. It's like all these amazing places, like very gorgeous. Ugh, I can't so. wait to get to try food here. So it's good. Kind of yeah. And not like lukewarm food that sat in an Uber for 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I will just say yeah. if you aren't a member of Every Town, uh, uh, is it Every Town for Gun Safety? Or uh, there's a bunch of, um, I just did a, a thing this morning on mass shooting and. Uh, we, it feels very easy in our representative democracy to expect our legislators to handle it, but I think it really has to come from us. So, um, in California, where we live in California, it's very easy to know that our representatives are always going to vote in favor of gun control, but we can still, yeah, 
join organizations and if you live in an area where your representative might traditionally not uh, vote in favor of gun legislation after, you know, 70 people were killed this week alone or injured in mass shootings. So, oh you know, and I got the J&J vaccine two and a half weeks ago and we paused it after six people developed blood clots. So I know it's, it's a little we yeah. just kind of need to do the math. So I just would invite everybody to take a little accountability for what's happening um, to, to get a hold of it because it, it, we can't leave it up to Congress. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. I think it can feel daunting to feel like such a small piece of a larger, uh, uh, you know, group of people who would need to band together to make a difference. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, I think that shouldn't prevent us from, from helping out. And in the same way that you would like, you know, prepare for the stuff we've been talking about on this podcast, like a little, a little goes a long way to, to prepare for the worst and, and the little you can do right now to prepare for, that is to you know donate and raise awareness and i really really liked that that was your plug i think yeah it was very tied into what we want to talk about here okay well thank you guys so much so this has been at your own risk um you can follow us at at your own risk the pod Mm -hmm. on instagram uh it's also our email at gmail um uh you can follow me at dana drudels on instagram and Sarah is at Sarah Bassey. Yep, that's on Instagram. it. Um, and uh, yeah, tune in. We'll be interviewing more folks that, I don't know, it's going to be kind of tough to beat Misty and Lisa, but <laughs> uh, we will hopefully be interviewing more people that have, uh, you know, engaging and interesting stories and will also be eager to chat with us about um, all the dooms and despairs that we will inevitably be murdered by. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got two loyal listeners now, and me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, us too. Like yeah. I, I yeah. feel like this reinvigorated my love for your podcast, and I feel like it reminded Yay. me that um, you know I I can be working on myself without it being like a big traumatic <laughs> yeah moment, mm-hmm. um, and that like I can listen to your stuff without being obligated to um, you know really uh, show up for myself in a way that I don't totally feel. Uh, capable of right the second and I yeah listen so working right. on yourself can mean a thousand things it can mean listening to a podcast and deciding that none of it is for you yeah yeah that's a good lesson <laughs> and so please and, listen to all 250 episodes <laughs> 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 oh, God, and also on. if a self-help book feels like too much check out a mini-sode we have a yes, series of trivia awesome. coming up that's so oh, yeah. funny like if you want lighter, short, like literally like 15 to 20 minute episodes, just grab quick little sips with the mini oh, so it, it won't be anything yeah. too heavy or crazy. Oh, man. Um, so we haven't thought of a sign off and we have not been doing anything. <laughs> so uh, take it away. But if you if you see a Big Daddy super volcano, give, give him, him my, my number. number. <gasps>